Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lemonade to Laptops podcast. So glad you are tuning in. I hope you were able to catch last week's episode where I revealed my top three tips I've learned over the past several years and where we dove into our very own kidpreneur story with my daughter, Lakin. We've never really kind of dove into it. And of course, we're going to dive into it even more over the next couple months. So stay tuned as Lakin and I bring you some exciting projects we've been working on. One being my new ebook, How to Kickstart Your Child's Business with Confidence Today. Plus, Lakin and I will be back next week to talk about her business adventures and moving to Spain during a pandemic. Yeah, that was a challenge. And um, the challenges she has faced, the adjustments, and the ability to really navigate a different language, a different culture, a different time zone. So we'll dive into that and you'll get to know more about her trip. It's quite exciting. Until then, let's get into this week's episode with Benjamin Wong, Kid CEO podcast host. He is spotlighting entrepreneurs like myself and really showing you what incredible things these kids can do. So let's get started. As moms, we will do anything for our kids. Well, almost anything. Is your child an aspiring entrepreneur or do they already have a business and just don't know how to gain traction, momentum, and sales? For the last nine years, I've been guiding my daughter in running and scaling her online baking business. Find out the scoop as we hear from other mom bosses and learn how their kidpreneurs are successfully making five and six figures dominating their markets. What do they know that you don't? Tune in every week while these mom managers spill the tea. Well, lemonade, helping you through the ins and outs of business so you too can guide your kidpreneur to pursue their dreams, build confidence, and their bank account along the way. Join the ranks of this elite mom boss tribe. I am your host, Katrina Wilson, and you are listening to the Lemonade to Laptops podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to chat with a fellow podcaster today, 14-year-old Benjamin Wall. He is the host of Kid CEO Podcast. He is an entrepreneur and visionary who talks to kids who are creating their own unique legacy on earth. I love that. The Kid CEO Podcast is showing the world what kids can really do right? Welcome, Benjamin. How are you today? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Now tell me, like, how did you even know how to start a podcast? Like, I mean, I had to learn myself, you know, I just came up with this idea. And I was I actually signed up for a course to do it. Somebody guided me through it. But how did you say, okay, like, I want to I want to start this podcast? Yeah, so um, I think um, a lot of it just came down to um, the mission of the original podcast. And the mission of the original podcast wasn't uh, what I do now or what I do now at the Young Chat Podcast, which is my latest show. It was a finance show, kind of like a, what's his name? Um, the guy who wears glasses, he talks about money, um, something Ramsey. No. Oh, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey, yes. Yes, yeah. Um, 
it was supposed to be kind of like that, kind of like that type of thing, but for kids. Um, but over time, I just kind of changed oh, what my interests were, um, mm-hmm. and that kind of reflected on the show. Um, but in terms of setting up a podcast, I think it's uh, much easier now than it was maybe, you know, 20 years back when podcasts were starting up. Um, and I, I found, you know, some easy ways, programs, easy softwares to help set up the show. And yeah, that's how I created the podcast. Awesome. Like, I love that you want to get your message out there. And you know what I love about all my kidpreneurs? They're not afraid to just jump into it and get it, get out there. They, they, they don't care. They're just like, yep, this is what I'm doing. And I'm, I don't care what anybody thinks. I see a vision. I see a need and I'm just doing it. So I love it. Totally agree. I mean, um, yeah, totally agree because I know I've spent a lot of time in the past couple months trying to create like a company in addition to the podcast. Um, but I never, I had a couple ideas, but I never fully went at it. Um, so, you know, now I'm trying to go, go for things more, you know, stop planning so much and just go for it. Yes. Good, good. That's great advice to give to people too. Just, just go for it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So what, Talk to me about that. Like what other business adventures have you been involved with at the young age of 14? Yeah. So uh, like I said earlier, I am, I have a couple podcasts, actually I have three now, um, but they're all kind of going to their own partnerships with other people um, so that I can still have time to do other things Um, because, you know, you know how it goes, you know, podcasting takes time um, and three podcasts can pile up. Um, but right now I'm actually working with a couple guys uh, named Luke and Alex, and they're part of a company called Rich Kids Global. Uh, and their mission is to help kids all around the world uh, become rich in knowledge, inspiration, and, and uh, most importantly, of course, success. Um, and so that's an exciting adventure that I'm working on. Um, and then I'm, I'm also trying to you know, branch out um, and specifically in the education space, see what kind of influence I can play um, in ed tech especially. Um, so I'm still thinking of ideas for that. And yeah, I'm excited. That's awesome. Like, I love it. You are just all over the place. And that's what I was going to say. Like, okay, you have three podcasts, you have this partnership with this company, you're 14, you're, I'm sure your parents are saying, you're a student first, right? <laughs> um, no, actually, no? my parents, no. Um, I mean, as far as my parents care, if I find something that um, I really, really love, um, now, of course, they would recommend that I stay in school, um, but, you know, if I find something that I really love, you know, they're not going to say, make sure you do your homework first. You know, they're, um, they're very, they give me a lot of freedom um, and trusting me and making the right decisions for myself, uh, for the family. Um, and yeah, I think that's been really important in me doing all the things I've been doing because, you know, if the mindset was always, um, you know, school first, you know, go get a nine to five job in the future, you can retire at, you know, 60 years old, have some savings, then I probably would never be here where I am now. Um, and also add into the fact that my parents are both entrepreneurs themselves. Um, they know that kind of mindset. Um, and I'm really glad, uh, very happy that they've, um, you know, allowed me to explore at such a young age. And that's what I, that's my next question was, are your parents entrepreneurs themselves? Because, you know, it starts in the home first. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. My parents are both entrepreneurs. Um, They have a company called Baviva. It's a healthy snack company. Uh, And yeah, I mean, that's really played a big influence on me. Like I said earlier, I grew up 
um, when they were, I, I didn't grow up early on uh, when they were working on this, but they were part of a family business, another family business. Um, and I grew up there when I was, you know, up until nine years old, 10 years old. Um, and my uncle was a CEO. And so whenever we'd go there to the office, um, he'd bring us around on tours of the factory. You know, whenever I was sick, instead of, you know, staying at home in bed, I would go with my mom to the office, um, you know, watch her work. And yeah, I think that's really played a big influence on seeing the different possibilities, different, um, you know, things I can do with entrepreneurship. And that's probably what's got me to where I am now. So tell me, like, can you think of any guests that have been on your podcast that you were like, A, I have to have them back, or this was such a wonderful interview, or so, anything that stands out that you're like, wow. Yeah, I mean, I can't name a particular guest just because they're all really amazing. Um, I would have any of them back um, any day. So I can't choose one in particular. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I had to choose one interview that I really loved, um, it would have to be my first interview. And that was with my mom. Um, uh, it was like 2019, October 2019, when I did that interview. Um, and it wasn't my best interview, of course. I wasn't, you know, amazing. I was, what, 13, 12, something like that. But uh, I, I like to say that that's kind of what got me started. Um, just like when I was in the office when I was young, how I was able to see all the opportunities ahead of me that first interview, I was able to see all opportunities ahead of me in terms of podcasting. Uh, I think that's great. Your mom was your first interview and you love that. <laughs> Go mom, right? <laughs> that's funny. Um, so tell me, I, you know, you just had a summit. Tell me how you even, like, where did the idea come from? How do you even set up a summit? What is a summit? Like, what did it involve? Yeah, so I mean, throughout uh, the Kid CEO podcast, I really started connecting with a lot of other kid entrepreneurs, a lot of groups of kids. I found that they were all kind of clumped together in their own kind of communities. And I started getting into all of them. And I wanted to bring everyone together, all the kidpreneurs, all the aspiring kidpreneurs, everyone who maybe isn't a kid entrepreneur, but wants to become a kid entrepreneur, and bring them all together uh, in this huge event. And what I call the Kids CEO Summit, it was February 20th to the 21st. It was a two-day event. We had workshops. We had speakers. We had uh, Jaquil Jackson, Ariana Fox, um, Simone Bridges, and Kavanaugh Bell. They were both four amazing speakers. The kids were able to come up on stage through our uh, platform for hosting the event. Kids were able to come up on stage, ask their question. Uh, they were able to go to workshops hosted by Kid Everest and Rare Breed Cosmetics, Nada Bethea. And yeah, it was just a really fun experience. Uh, and I'm excited to do it again. Now, wait a minute. This was not an in-person summit, it right? Right, it right, right, a virtual summit. Yep. Correct. So how do you even know how to set that up? Like the back end of it, the tech part of it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of, throughout my growing up, I think a lot of people assumed I was really good at like the tech stuff. Uh, when I was in the fourth grade, I'd be helping my teacher set up her computer. I mean, I've never thought those type of tech things as too difficult. Um, you know, a lot of it is just watching YouTube videos about how to do certain things. A lot of, I, I did computer programming last year and computer programming, really, you're learning the basics of it, of course, you're learning the basic, you know, words in English, 
uh, translated into computer, but you're also learning how to learn new things because no one is able to memorize how to do the what 100,000 different lines of code, how to use every one of those. It's all just about learning to learn, learning to learn those things. Like um, if you need to learn how to do a if then statement or if else statement, yeah, if else statement, you know, someone might not know that. That's okay because it's one of a lot of different functions in coding and you just search up how to do this and then you find out. And the same thing goes for technology. Instead, you got the technology. I saw a platform that was really good for this. I, you know, searched at YouTube videos. I, I saw places where I could uh, get this thing at a lower price and I just, you know, read the instructions. That's awesome. I, you know, you're such a self-taught learner. <laughs> that you're just like, you're not gonna let anything stand in your way. Yeah, and I posted about this a couple months ago, I think, mm -hmm. that in this age, it's so easy to learn. You know, I thought that computer coding, I would have to pay hundreds of dollars to take this course. A friend of mine did that. But then I just found a YouTube video that was, you know, 16 hours long. And I, <laughs> I learned the same, if not more, from that just YouTube video than the, $100, multiple $100 course. Uh, the same thing goes with reading, uh, which is something I'm trying to do a lot more now. Mm -hmm. A lot of very successful people, you know, Bill Gates, Mark Cuban, Warren Buffett, they all attribute their success to always learning more. I think it was Warren Buffett who said, you know, do you want the key to success? It's to read 500 pages a day. Um, and so I've, I've been trying to read as much as possible. Normally, I'm in my recording studio where I have my books behind me. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to read a book a week um, this year, this year. And yeah, it all goes back to the same message of it's so easy to learn whatever you want to learn now that, you know, it's just up to you, just up to kids uh, to make use of the opportunity. Well, you know, and you say that about reading and you talk about that you know, that's one of your goals to read a book a week. So, you know, kind of dial that in and say, okay, what does your day have to look like for you to be able to do this? I mean, you just mentioned three podcasts. You just mentioned, you know, you were doing the summit. You just mentioned you have this partnership with this company. You are a 14-year-old student, I mean, you do have to do some schoolwork, right? Are you virtual or are you in the classroom? I am virtual, luckily. I okay. think that's, uh, I mean, if I was in person, I would probably not be able to do any of this. Um, yeah. Or maybe some of it, but not as much as this because I would go home at you know 3 p.m. tired um, and it probably wouldn't be an appetite to work even more. Um, but yeah, I think the virtual opportunity uh, in school has been really great for me because I can, you know, really customize my lifestyle a lot more. Um, I can you know, choose when I wake up, choose when I go to sleep, instead of having to be constrained around, constrained around uh, school. But yeah, typical day looks like for me, I try to, sometimes I'm not as good, uh, wake up a little later, but I try to wake up at 6.30. Um, then I try to have all my electronics out of my room. So I put them um, outside on the kitchen. So I don't, I, I find myself like a couple months ago, always every single day in the habit of checking my phone in bed and then I, one hour would go, two hours would go. So now I put everything outside in the kitchen. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, say that yeah. one more time for all the kids. Yeah, so I mean, I put all my electronics, um, other than my computer, I shut that down, yeah, but my, yeah. my phone, all my other electronics, I put them outside in the kitchen. Uh, so I have to either walk across the house 
So you yeah. go get it, um, or I just don't get it. Um, and I try to stay off my phone as much as possible. I don't know if you've heard of a guy named Jim Quick, um, but no. he always talks about how in the morning you have to act, you can't react. And when you go on your phone, you're just reacting to everything else that's happening. Mm. So you get one bad text, it just ruined your day. Yep. Uh, whereas if you spend the first 30 minutes learning, um, being mindful, uh, I try to practice meditation every day, um, being mindful and learning in the morning, uh, maybe sitting down, having a breakfast instead of having to eat, you know, while you're in class or eating on the go uh, and, and being able to have that great morning routine in the morning. Uh, and then I go to school uh, every day, eight to, eight to one, technically it's eight to three, but I find times in between class where I can do other things. Um, but, and then after three or after one, uh, is when school kind of gets off, mm-hmm. technically gets off three, but uh, then I'll try to get all my work done. Uh, and then I try to read a book at the end of the day. Sometimes I'll play some video games if I have time. Okay. And then I'll go to sleep at, uh, I try to go to sleep at 10 every day. 10 every day and up at 6.30 yep. and no electronics. So when you're ending your day at night, say you have dinner and you may, are, are you working on things at night as well? That. I find myself doing that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, two days mm-hmm. ago, I was working late at night, mainly because I wasn't productive during the day. Because oh. I, I think everyone has things to do every day. It's never like you have nothing at all to do. It's just that you haven't thought about what you have to do yet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so certain days, if I have maybe a lot of schoolwork or if I have to you know, go somewhere, I will find myself at you know 7 to maybe 8.30 at night uh, working on the computer. Um, I find myself pretty productive at that time as well. Um, but yeah. And then are you kind of limiting your tech before you go to bed? Yeah, I do. So every yeah. night uh, by, it changes because, um, you know, I don't live by myself. So I have to, you know, adjust yeah. everyone else in the family. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I try to have technology off at least 30 minutes. Before mm-hmm. I was a little better, I had one hour, but now uh, a little more realistic, I had 30 minutes where I, I have some blue light glasses, so I'll put them on, I'll say my goodnights, um, and then I'll read a book for about 30 minutes, put on some nice music. Um, I will have something to listen to music because it helps me get in focus, uh, but I'll, I'll try to have everything off by by 10 minutes before I sleep. I'll read uh in that 30 minute time slot, time slot. And then I'll try to do some meditation um, and then I'll go to sleep. That's awesome. I love that. I love all the, the habits you are forming at such a young age. That's so important. And, you know, I was kind of getting into that cycle of, you know, I was like, Oh, let me get into bed and I'll go on my phone and let me catch up for the day Yeah. on social media. And then I was like, I'd fall asleep, but I was up at like Mm -hmm. two o'clock and I'm like, what is going on? And I had, I have to limit my computer time, my screen time previous to bedtime, or I will not sleep. So Mm -hmm. I think that's so important to, to do that for our mental health or just our overall health. So that's awesome. Yeah. I was reading a book called Digital Minimalism by Kong Newport. Mm -hmm. I'm all about you know, detaching yourself from technology. Um, yep. And I found that, you know, before this was, I started all these new habits right after the summit, uh, the week right after the summit, I started all these new habits. Um, but I found that I was often 
I was trying to read, do other things, you know, play outside, but those things weren't very entertaining, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because, you know, dopamine, how your technology gives you lots of dopamine, whereas everything else gives you a reasonable amount, whereas, you know, technology will give you unnatural amounts. And mm-hmm. after I started going down on social media, um, I deleted the social media on my phone. Um, I deleted YouTube. I'll still go on it sometimes, but uh, <laughs> I try to detach from all the entertainment uh, things that I don't necessarily need to survive. Right. And then I found that things like going on walks, reading books became 10, maybe 100 times more entertaining. That's awesome. Good for you. That's, you know what? I, I, I love that, that you are investing in you. You're investing mm-hmm. in you. That's exactly what you're doing. So tell me, is there anybody on your dream list to interview? Who would be on there? Yeah, I had this list. I have it written down somewhere. It might be in a note on my computer, but someone I would really love to interview is, I'd love to interview Jim Quick uh, for the new podcast, Young Chep. Um, I'd also love to interview a guy named Matthew Walker. He's a professor of sleep at Berkeley. Uh, I read one of his books. It was really good about uh, the power of sleep. And I'd love to have him on the show uh, Mm -hmm. because the new podcast, Young Trap, is all about helping kids build a lifestyle similar to me, but of course adapted to um, their separate lifestyles, uh, build the entrepreneur lifestyle very at a young age. And these are people whose habits and whose lessons really align with that. A lot of kids struggle with sleeping, the importance of sleep. Mm -hmm. I know um, my sister's friends will often be up at, you know, 5 a.m., go to sleep at 5 a.m., they'll wake up at 2 p.m., and I think that a lot of these experts, like Matthew Walker, who's a sleep expert, Jim Quick, who's all about training your brain right, can provide a lot of valuable insight, and because they're in their professions, they don't talk to kids, uh, mm-hmm. they talk to other adults or students right. uh, in some cases. I think that it'd be really beneficial if they could talk to some kids um, through the podcast and kind of use their expertise, their authority to put that, to put their message out there. For Matthew Walker, it's no matter who you are, you need sleep. And for Jim Quick, it's all about training your brain. You know, your brain is your most valuable resource and you have to take care of it. Uh, whether that's, you know, limiting social media, whether that's wearing a helmet when you go on a bike ride. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, awesome. That's, have, have you approached them yet? Have you asked? Have, have you put the ask out there? <laughs> I have not yet, um, okay. just because I took a little break from podcasting and I'm trying to get back into it now, get back into the rhythm. Okay. And I want to get a little more experience, maybe, you know, in a couple of weeks or so, and then I'll reach out to get them on the show. Okay. All right. Because I know you're not shy. I know you'll put it out there. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, so what do you have coming up? What's coming down the pipeline? Uh, any other exciting events coming up? Yeah, so for one, everyone listening can listen to the new Young Chat podcast on Apple Podcasts, Y-O-U-N-G-T-R-E-P, uh, Young Chat. You can also go to youngchat.com to find out more about the show. Um, and that's something that you can all do right now. It's free to listen. Uh, it's very valuable to listen to as well. A lot of people have said a lot of great things about, you know, the kids listening to it and getting really inspired themselves. Um the kids and the parents. And then you can also head to the Rich Kids Global launch, which is on May 1st, uh, richkids.global. You can visit that. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for all my future adventures. 
And if you want to stay up to date, you can go to my Instagram at official Ben Shippen Long. That's awesome. Good, good, good. And I thought it would be fun to do this because, you know, when my guests come on, a lot of people don't know who they are. They're like, yeah. well, who is this? And then, you know, after the fact, they go to the podcast or, or they go to their, you know, Instagram account and they look, oh, let me look into this person further. So I'm going to do a couple rapid fire questions yeah. before we finish up. Okay. So Benjamin, favorite ice cream flavor. Vanilla. Best vacation spot. Ooh. Utah. Oh, why Utah? Utah's very different from California. Um, and that where California is a lot of, you know, beachy, everyone's uh, talking, you know, it's very loud in California. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah, yeah. Utah, I visited there once and it's very peaceful there. Um, you know, especially if you go into the mountains, it's very, very peaceful. You know, you can drop a, you can hear a thumbtack drop, if that's the expression. Yeah. It's really peaceful. It's very opposite from California. I wouldn't want to, you know, live there my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I like, you know, experimenting, changing, uh, change, experimenting new things. But as a vacation spot, love Utah. Okay. Animals or no animals? Animals. What kind? If I could choose any animal to like live with me yeah. and legally, or, and there's no loss, I would choose a <laughs> penguin. I would choose a penguin. A penguin? Yep. Really? Okay. All right. How come? I always love penguins. Um, okay. You know, you know, they're very, I don't know how to describe them, but you know, they're very like authority figures, like, you know, the emperor, but they're also very like cute and very friendly. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've heard things that penguins are very aggressive, but oh, yeah. uh, it would be pretty fun to have a, you know, have a giant tank in your house and have a penguin. Yeah, why not? Next to you. Right? Yeah. Okay. I like that. All right. Favorite hobby or sports to play or watch? To watch, my favorite sport to watch right now, it's always changed, is football. Um, it was soccer a couple of years ago, but right now it's football. Okay. Uh, warm or cold weather person? Warm weather. Warm weather. Okay. Most interesting subject in school? Right now, I would say (laughs) geography slash history. Okay. Right-handed or left-handed? Right-handed. Okay. What's one thing on your bucket list? To to skydive. Ooh. I don't know if I'd do that, but um, favorite holiday? Christmas. Christmas. Why? Do you have certain traditions? Um, we don't have any huge traditions for Christmas, mm-hmm. um, but it's. Uh, I think it's just you know the presence of Christmas there. You know, being able to be with the family, uh, open some gifts. Of course, is always a nice part of Christmas. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Benjamin, thank you for coming on. I enjoyed this conversation with us, and I loved having a fellow podcaster on. You're my first one. Yeah, I'm really happy to be on the show. It was a great time. We have like messages. We just want to get the word out for all these amazing, incredible kids out in the world that are just really doing some wonderful things. Totally agree. Thank you for coming on. And I will put everything in the show notes. If anybody wants to go follow Benjamin and sign up for the, um, what was it you said, May 1st? 
the Rich Kids Global launch, go to richkids.global to find out more. All right, perfect. Thank you so much for coming on today. I truly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you come back next week as Lake and Wilson, now my 22-year-old kidpreneur, fills us in on her online business adventures and what is possible when you start to create your life around your business. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review so we can get this Lemonade to Laptops podcast out to other listeners and aspiring kidpreneurs so they too can jump into their business journey with confidence and guidance along the way. And always, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Katrina Wilson. See you next week on the Lemonade to Laptops podcast.